Shomalechem Rabotai is Rabbi Kovacs. We're continuing Mishnah Yomi with the 10th pair. We're starting the 10th pair today with some really interesting concepts in Kashrus. Botzel, an onion. Shenetanu betuch adoshim. He put it in his lentils. The onion here, the betzal, is truma, and the adoshim are chulin. The Bartonura points out it would be the same thing if you flipped it. And the case we're dealing with is simply not new. He put them together after the adoshim are cooked, after the lentils are already cooked. They're not hot anymore. They're not wet anymore. But they've already been cooked to the point where they're they're dry. They're not so moist. You know, they're kind of oyster cooked here. So he says, im shalom, if the onion is whole, mutter. It does, it, it's permitted to a non-Kohen because the taste of the onion does not go into the lentils. And the reasons why not is the Bartner explains they're not hot, they're not wet. But the Bartner adds, if they were cooked together in the same pot, if it was mavashel, it would definitely transfer tastes. But here it doesn't transfer tastes because you're simply putting an onion, even though onions are spicy, next to already cooked lentils. They're not hot, they're not wet, so the taste is not going to transfer, and the lentils are still mutter to a non-Kohen, and you get the Kohen to eat the truma. Be'im and the mission continues, but if he cut up this onion, tam, then if there's enough onion there to be tam to give a taste, then it's an issue, uh, for the, the whole thing is meduma, and it has to be eaten by a kohen. So noten tam is a famous concept in kashrus. If it gives a taste, then it can give an iser as well, or a status of being truma or meduma. So how do you know how much it is? How much is noten tam? So in this case, you have a kohen taste it. If the kohen can taste the onion, then this food is only for kohanim. In certain other cases, we would rely on a non-Jew, maybe if he's an expert, maybe if he's, you know, doesn't know he's being relied upon, it's maslat, sometimes we can rely on that. In other cases, we rely on shishim, and it being 1 in 60, and typically 1 in 60 is not tasteable and would still be kosher. The mission continues, Sharkol Hatovshil, and the rest of the cooked item, Bein Shalom, Bein Mechutach, Bein Notentam. Other vegetables in this lentil stew, this lentil soup, if they're truma vegetables, then they make this thing into truma food if they are no ten tam. So again, you could have a kohen taste it, and if he tastes the truma carrots in there, then this food is now for kohanim only, not for Yisraelim. It's only these onions that when they're shalem, when they're uncut, they don't transfer taste as readily or as easily as other vegetables, but if they're cut, then they do. Rabbi Yehuda adds, Rabbi Yehuda mater b'tzuchuna. Rabbi Yehuda allows the, the truma onion that was put with the tzuchuna, which is a pickled fish. It's like a herring with a very fishy kind of taste. She'enu elelitul etazuma, because the onion in that case is not designed to give its own flavor to this fish. It's designed to remove the fishiness of the fish. Zuhama means like a bad taste, a bad aroma. Here it's like the extra fishiness. And of course, this is why sometimes you get a jar of pickled herring and it's very fishy herring. And they put onions in the jar because they learned up this Mishnah and they learned what Rabbi Yehuda advises in that case. Good, Mishnah base. Tapuach shurisku, an apple that they crushed up. 
Untano, and they placed it, Latoch eats Isa, Vichimsa. They put it into a dough, and the apple made the dough rise. So here again, the apple is Truma, and the dough is Chulin. Now, can an apple ferment a dough? Perhaps, interestingly, back then, uh, apples were called sharp, called tangy. They give a recipe for charoset in the Gemara in Pesachim, and they say that the apples, that the puach they put in, they use the word kihua. Kihua is like tangy or vinegary. So this is probably a green apple, which is a bit more on the sour side, the vinegary side, and it has the power to cause chametz. The, the apples we get nowadays have been selectively bred to be much sweeter and much more sugar and less sourness. So this is a sour apple, and it's causing chametz to the dough. So it's a surah to non-kohanim because you have used an apple to chametz the dough. Now, here there's no notin tam issue. Even if you can't taste the apple, it's still usur because the truma is causing the chametz. It's a, it's a maimid. It's a starter. It's something that causes a chemical change in the substance. So even if you can't taste it, it's not bottle b'shishim. It's not bottle b'notin tam. So there's an issue with starters for cheese and things that cause dough to rise, things like this, have to be kosher. A similar case, a bunch of barley, that's truma, it fell into the well, shalmayim, a well of water. It's not his wine storage, but it's his water storage. Even though they caused the water to get sort of a bad taste, a bitter taste, a you know, barley dicka taste, that's the technical term, Meme of mutarn, it's mutter. Now, it's mutter here because you don't want that taste. No one likes that taste. It's a concept in kosher. It's called no ten tam leaf gum. It gives a yucky taste. So because nobody likes that taste in their water, then it's uh, it's mutter because nobody wants that taste from barley absorbed into their water. This is not beer, rebosai. This is water soaked with the taste of disgusting barley. If it was beer, of course, that would be another question. Shkoyach, rebosai.